Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. So I was checking my statistics, and it turns out that only one of you guys aren't subscribed. So if you don't want to be that one holdout, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Deadfish for You, washing grandma's car out. I was quite the little poop when I was a kid. Whether it was because I didn't understand inflection or took everything literal, I'll leave to you. So, whenever I was told to do something, I would ask for explicit instructions every time. We would stay with my grandma in the summer and had a chore chart with each chore varying in reward. Harder chore, higher price. The most being $3. This was the 2000s, so it really wasn't that much, but I was a kid, so bah. One day, my sister and I decided to shoot for the moon and split the $3 chore, washing out the car. Well, I tried to ask my granny for instructions, but she was cleaning the house in a tizzy most of the time. I swear, she chose the hardest way to clean the simplest things, which resulted her in snapping to just do what the chore list says. I relayed the info to my sister, and we thought for a minute or two, well, when our grandpa washes out his truck bed with the hose, we opened up this poor Subaru Outback, emptied all of the junk out of its trunk, and blasted the inside of the car with a garden hose. All over the carpets, seats, doors, you name it. By the time our grandma came to check up on us, there was at least an inch of standing water in the trunk, and God knows how much sucked into that carpet and seats. She yells at us to get out of the trunk and just go inside. We both got paid $3 individually, and every chore from then on had explicit instructions. Do you think that OP didn't understand the implication of what they were doing? Or do you think OP chose to act maliciously literal in this situation? Let me know which side you think OP fell on in the comments down below. Wash out the car is a weird phrase for a kid, right? Our next story is by Ancient Educator 76 You have to eat it on your break for it to be free? Fine by me. Fish in my mouth as we speak. I never take a break, save for a number one visit to the bathroom. Nearly everyone else in my fast food establishment takes 20 minutes plus in smoke breaks or sit down breaks to eat their meals. I have a wife and three kids at home who love eating food I bring home. So I skip my break and take the food home at closing along with the occasional food that's going to be tossed anyway. I got into the system of making sandwiches for myself ahead of time and heat lamp them so I can just leave without leaving a mess. All of a sudden, one of my managers gets happy and says, You know, I'm gonna have to start charging you for all this. I thought he was kidding. Either way, just in case, I said, Well, I never take a break, you know that. So when else am I gonna eat it? The next evening, he rung up the items for me to pay for at the end of the night. 
I paid and decided I'd begin my malicious compliance now. I decided to start taking my 20 minute break eating my food for free. Now we're slammed. I still save some for my kids. I could get used to this. Oh, and the malice came in the form of knowing that my mid-shift break is crunch time. That's why I never took those breaks. Way too busy. I mean, I don't blame OP. But OP was choosing to go out of their way to try to make things better for the whole store. And honestly, this manager's just showing their true colors and not understanding what OP's doing. Sucks to suck. Our next story is by Suspiciously Okay. Double Malicious Compliance We test samples from manufacturing plants for quality control. Two weeks ago, we received a box of broken pieces from one of the sites. So, I told the plant manager to make sure they take more care with the shipments. Last week, we received 168 individually bubble-wrapped and bagged parts. So, I did the work myself with the additional time to unwrap and relabel every sample and charge them the upgraded chemist charge instead of normal lab charge. Heaven knows what's going to arrive this week, but I'm almost excited to find out. I kind of wonder if this is just like, in general, a communication issue. Like, I'm wondering what's communicated to them and how does that help them in processing how to package these things. Like, if they just get the message that something's broken and they need to be more careful, you know, it seems excessive, but like, they're trying to make sure each thing is safe, right? Individually bubble wrapping them. So I don't really know if this was like a true double malicious compliance or they're just trying to make sure their samples don't get broken up in shipping. This next story is by Topper Cito's. You think I'm dumb? You're true. Help me. When I entered university, I met their acquaintances, a guy named Tom. Tom and I became friends, and in general, I had no problem with him if it weren't for two things. The first is that Tom did not strive to get good grades and usually bought the assignments or bribed the teachers to pass. The second was that Tom was incredibly smug, bragged about his dad, bragged about his money, and bragged about their career, which upset me since, as he cheated, he doesn't know anything about our career. Tom, other friends, and I used to team up. The reason we normally included Tom was that he used to pay for all the material. It may sound like a stupid reason, but a project could be too expensive for a bunch of broke students. Even if we did this, we also assigned Tom easy tasks so he could help, but every time we did it, he would just disengage and just pay for the materials. The breaking point came when we had to team up for a final project for a certain subject. The teacher assigned us in large teams since he knew this project would be extremely expensive. He gave us two months for the project. We divide tasks, more or less they were like this. Do the calculations, me. Buy material, Tom. Do tests, X and A. Design and make the plate, Y and B. Weld the plate, Z and C. Even if we got specific tasks, we often tried to help each other and make sure things were all right. At the start, he compromised himself to buy all the things, but once he noticed it was a lot more expensive than he was used to, he asked if we can all split the costs. We agree. I went ahead to do calculations and finished one day after, so the others had plenty of time to do their tasks, but for that to happen, the material was needed. Every week, I and other members of our team asked Tom if he had already got the material, and he told us that he was on to it. The others couldn't start working until Tom got the material, but as the delivery date was getting closer and closer, they began to ask other teams and rely on common friends to advance what they could. 
Well, two or three days before the delivery, we asked him again and he replied he didn't get what I specified because it didn't exist. This wasn't possible since the first thing I looked for was that there were commercial values of everything we needed, but that he got something similar. Let's say I had asked him for a 0.1 NF capacitor, he got one of 10 PF. The difference was abysmal, like comparing the backyard of a house with a soccer field. And he did this for every material on the list. When I remarked to him that this stuff wouldn't work for us and explained to him why, he got angry and stopped answering our texts and phone calls. We were all mad since he bought that useless material with our money. We needed the correct material, even if it was a little amount right now, but the others were in class, so I had to go. It should be noted that I did not carry much money that day, just enough to eat. I was also getting sick. So I went to the center of the city with fever, hungry, and with a worried boyfriend who insisted that it was best for me to go to my house instead of getting the material. However, that would have meant that I would fail, so I refused. I got what I needed. As I said, I'd made sure that the material I requested existed. My boyfriend offered me something with the little money he had. He was also a broke student at that time accompanied me to deliver the material and took me home while our teammates did what they could. When I showed Tom that the material I had asked for existed, he kept looking the other way and pretending to be ignorant. The next day, our other teammates also went to the center of the city to buy what was missing and I helped them finish the project even though I was sick. We ended up paying double what was meant and delivering the project at the last minute. We couldn't get him out of our team since our teacher forbid us to. He didn't want to know why and justified himself by pointing out that we should learn to work in a group and solving problems while working with people will be common in the industry and part of growing up. I promised myself to never work with Tom again, even when he suggested many times after. I was getting over it, but later I found he was trash talking about me about how I felt I was such a big deal, that I didn't know a thing and that he could put me in my place, but didn't because he was a better person. This took us to the malicious compliance. Next year, pandemic hit and online classes started. Most of our generation had already finished the career, but I stayed for an extra semester so I could take some optional assignments I liked. They were optional to me since I was in a different specialty area. The teacher that taught one of the subjects was one of my favorites. He was kind and explained everything. He was also incorruptible. His system was also friendly. He grades with 100% assignments. Well, turns out Tom was in this specific subject with me, only that for him, it wasn't optional. He didn't know the teacher, nor knew anyone, and since we were online, he couldn't make new friends nor contact our classmates. He noticed that I was also in the class and texted me after almost a year of not contacting me. He told me that he didn't understand anything and wanted help. We hadn't even started and the teacher had just uploaded a document explaining what we were going to do step by step the next class along with one assignment whose delivery date was one class after exploring the procedure and seeing an example. Well, since he told everyone that I didn't know a thing, I started acting like that. I was the dumbest person you can imagine. When he asked me something, I told him I had no clue, but I thought it was solved using X method, non-related but a complicated method, and then I started asking him complicated things as if they were needed to solve our homework, even though they weren't at all. He didn't even notice. It was obvious that he hadn't even read the assignment, nor the procedure. 
He got scared and didn't even try, resigning after a week. This was before the first assignment had to be handed in. He failed the subject and couldn't graduate since this wasn't the first assignment he owed. None of this would have happened if he had just read four pages that were one click away. Just imagine being so spoiled and so pampered that you're so lazy in class that you literally cannot read four pages, that you literally cannot put any effort in at all. Like, I think I literally put in more work reading OP's story that they graciously shared with us than Tom did his entire time at this school. And our final story of the day is by Mogul Dodger. Since you're going to be petty, this is a story from my past when the markets were tanking about a decade ago. I worked for a small company, less than 12 people, headquartered in a northeastern US city, about four hours from my home. I was employed for over a year, and we definitely had our struggles as we were a small startup that had a lot of politics. I became sick with cancer that fall, and my surgery and treatment ended on December 31st, as I was determined not to go into the new year with this burden. I was given 10 days into the new year to return to work as I would be fully recovered. I had to provide a doctor's note to both my employer and insurance company, I was on temp disability, that I was fit to return to work. I work remotely from home and I was the only employee to do so. It was treated as a bonus by my management team. This becomes important as I was required to be in the HQ every Thursday for an 8am team meeting, but I was not allowed to book a hotel. They fought my travel expenses every month down to the mile. Once my expenses were rejected as I added 5 miles to their web map as I needed to justify my need to get gas and my departure from the highway, I mistakenly submitted actual mileage. They trained me well. I started each Thursday at 3am driving to make the team meeting and was required to work the full day which meant a departure after 6pm. So one workday each week was 3am to 11pm depending on traffic. It was not fun, but there was going to be a significant upside that would have made it worthwhile. I was laid off while at the doctor's office getting my note. I was surprised to check my Blackberry, yes it was a long time ago, with an email that read simply, As the group has failed to live up to the expectations we had, we have decided to close your team and group. You have 48 hours to return all company property. I should add that no one from management ever actually checked in or asked how I was doing either during my treatment or after. I was pretty angered by this email as we grew the company's revenue by over 31% year over year. The email made me actually read my guidelines for employment and I found out that I only had to make the equipment available to them and I replied simply that they were welcome to come pick up the equipment, PC, monitor, etc but I required 48 hours notice and I would require them to arrive and depart during business hours. I was told I was being petty. I had months of expenses awaiting reimbursement which equated to thousands that I had little faith that they would be paid to me as they were submitted before my treatment. They informed me that if I mailed back all supplies, they would pay it along with my outstanding expenses. I didn't trust them and told them that if they made arrangements at one of three possible locations, their choice, I would drop off the equipment but they would pay all shipping and packaging costs directly to the service provider. I delivered every packing box, notebook, business card, monitor and laptop. 
anything I'd ever touched of theirs with the explicit instructions that as I'd been threatened several times with failure to comply warnings in their follow-on emails about the condition of each item, I photographed every item. Apparently, they weren't very nice to the packing store either, as they made an impression in just arranging the service. The store employees shared this with me while I unloaded the car. I watched them bubble wrap empty boxes and carefully placed those boxes inside larger boxes. Lesson learned, it pays to read the terms of employment and just genuinely be a nice person. The good news is, OP clarified in the comments that they did get their expenses paid. It took several more months to do so, but at least they got the money, right? All in all though, I completely agree with OP. That said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.